Welcome to episode 22, 22 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, Saturday, the 20th of July, 2019. 50 fucking years, people, since man landed on the moon. And I am all mooned up this week, people. I ain't gonna lie to you. I am mooned up massively this week. Uh, I have been watching non-stop moon documentaries. They're all over the place. All over the place. All over BBC iPlayer. They're loving the moon. Um, more than uh, almost as much as they did probably 50 years ago. Um, but yeah, it's to the day, people. 50 years ago today, uh, they landed on the moon and uh, then they went back a few years later and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens, isn't it? That's what happens. Everyone gets all excited about stuff at the time. And then people went back later and they went, nah, we're not interested anymore. But uh, yeah, there's some fucking good documentaries out there about it, though. Really interesting fucking documentaries I've been watching about it. The one on BBC iPlayer that's hours. I don't know, it was about like six different episodes and they're all about an hour long called Chasing the Moon. Oh, you need to watch that, people out there. It's fucking amazing. Just takes, like, the whole political side of it, like, all the stuff where people were fucking burning alive. It was the 60s, wasn't it? You know, it was the 60s. So they're just trying things out, aren't they? And people are burning alive in the fucking... Oh, Jesus, those three guys. It was horrendous. It was, like, three guys when they were testing um, some sort of Apollo mission. And... uh, the capsule caught fire inside and they couldn't get them out. Oh, and they've got the audio recording of what they were saying. Oh, it's fucking horrendous, man. Horrendous. Like just somebody screaming, help us. Oh, God, man. What a downer to put on the uh, podcast already. But yeah, uh, check out that documentary, man. It's fucking wicked. Um, Just taking everything from sort of like how they built up uh, how they got all the fucking weird Nazi scientists that have been no doubt experiment, experimenting on Jews, sending them over in V2 rockets strapped to the front. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether they did that at first. But how they took all the uh, scientists so the, like, the Russians couldn't get them and then it got a massive political race with the Russians. And then to the point of like, uh, you know, bringing in other stuff, how they wanted a black astronaut, um so they wouldn't look fucking racist and then just were totally racist because it was the 1960s and just used him as a fucking poster boy and never actually made him a fucking astronaut. Um, but all all the way through to the actual landing on the moon and um, Neil Armstrong coming out with the famous speech, once more step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I imagine... Um, that speech now would um, be somewhat different, wouldn't it? Uh, in our woke society that we have now, it'd be one small step for a man or a woman or people who identify as a woman or identify as a man, in fact, but may not be biologically men or women or people who don't identify as men or women but are still part of the human race. The point I'm trying to make is it's a small step or maybe a big one uh, if you're a dwarf or a little person who are in relation smaller 
than average people, or maybe a small put, for instance, for uh, wheelchair users who can't actually step, and that's not their fault. The point I'm making is it's a small step or a push for a man or a woman or a non-binary or a trans person of all races, not just white people, obviously, that I've done here on the moon. But it's also a giant, and they'd cut in and go, uh, Neil, we lost that last bit. Can you repeat? Oh, fuck it, I'm here. I'm here, and I'm on the fucking moon. Jesus, are you happy now? That would be <laughs> that would be the speech these days, wouldn't it? Jesus. Uh, be awesome if he just went. It would be awesome because it's one of the most famous. It's got to be the worldwide, like, one of the most famous speeches that's ever been made. Like, worldwide, it's got to be hasn't it? I know, like, the Americans all say, like, it was the fucking Lincoln speech or whatever, four score and fucking how many years ago or whatever. I don't know. Uh, they would say that, or or British people would say one of the most, uh, the famous speeches, uh, we'll fight them on the beaches, we'll fight them in the landing ground, we'll fight them in the fucking pubs, we'll fight, <laughs> we'll fight them in the kebab houses, whatever that speech that Churchill made. Um, that's probably for British people one of the uh, most iconic speeches. But worldwide, the old uh, one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind has got to be one of the... Uh, it's got to be worldwide the most famous thing, most famous speech. Surely, hasn't it? People out there, I would have thought so. Everybody knows that, don't they? All, uh, Even Russians know that fucking speech. Um, not that they shouldn't know that, but uh, it would have been fucking amazing if it had just got on there, not made that speech, and then just gone, I'm on the fucking moon, you pricks, and that became the first... <laughs> Woo, yeah, I'm on fucking moon, man. Um, that And that became the most... That's uh, that's very odd speech he's making there. Because everybody reporting on it at that time, like when you watch these documentaries or whatever and they're reporting on it, like Walter Cronkite or whatever, they're like uh, real kind of stuffy and got that. And just to go, whoa, I'm on the fucking moon. That would have been awesome. And then he just launches into a diatribe against everybody who ever doubted him. Fuck you to my maths teacher, Mr. Jenkins, who doubted me. Fuck you to Bobby Timms, who used to bully me at school. Fuck anyone who just goes into a fucking Eminem-style fucking rant. Fuck you to anyone who doubted me. I fucking did it. And then he just cuts his ropes and just floats off into space, like giving the finger, and that's it. (laughs) That would have been fucking awesome. Um, But, yeah, it's uh, at the time, it seems like, like watching the documentaries and that, it was, like, consumed, like, the whole world. Like, obviously, it happened, what, eight years before I was... I was uh, born into this crazy world, man. Uh, but, yeah, it happened, like, 69, didn't it? So that like, was, like, eight years before I was born. Um, but everybody... Um, it was fucking brilliant on one documentary uh, that I watched. I think it was, like, uh, uh, the Brian Cox one. Like, And they were interviewing people. And they were saying, this. they were interviewing people, this is how it's seen around the world. And people in America were like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then they uh, interviewed like three people from England. And uh, there was like some um, 
there was some guy saying it's an amazing achievement and it's really brilliant. And then there's some woman sitting, <laughs> some old fucking woman sitting on a bench who just went, I don't see why they can't just do something else. That is the fu- <laughs> just concentrate on other things. That is the fucking um, mentality of British people right there. They're going to the moon, you old fucker. You know, it's a massive achievement. It's just going, eating a fucking sweets. Just going, yeah, I, I don't know why I can't do something else. <laughs> that shows the fucking British fucking mentality there of anybody doing anything different. <laughs> People fucking just want to fuck them over and just think it's a waste of time. But I love that. I love that. I love the fucking whole thing. Uh, that woman made me laugh so much when I was watching it because it just reminds you of all the... You know, if you had people like that, we'd just be, like, fucking sitting, you know, still in a fucking cave, wouldn't we? We'd just be sitting in a cave with a pile of sticks around us, freezing to death. And uh, someone would uh, say, do you, do you reckon we ought to rub the sticks together to see if we can start fire? No, we need the sticks. Leave the sticks alone. That would be it. And we'd still be sitting in a fucking cave for people like that. It's like the whole thing. I was talking to somebody the other night about this. And the whole thing about people saying at the time that all that money could have been spent on, like, feed. everybody goes for feeding the poor, don't they? You know, we could raise the standard of living for the poor and that. That's never going to happen. Nobody's ever going to do that. Ever. That money would have just been wasted on something else. Somebody had just... Uh, think to themselves, oh, I've got five mansions, but I could really do with six mansions. Let's use a bit of that money to get fucking six mansions and fuck the poor. Um, but it's things like that, isn't it? Like, it's things like going to the moon and that. We need achievements like that. We need to dream as a species, you know? We need to go out there and endeavour and accomplish things. It gives us all a little bit of hope sometimes, doesn't it? Rather than just doing the mundane things. Yeah, okay, we ought to feed the poor and all that sort of thing. And that's a, that's a bad thing that people are starving to death and all that sort of thing. But we need to reach, literally reach for the stars sometimes and have a bit of a dream. That's part of human nature, isn't it? You know, to dream, to push boundaries, you know. Anyway, fucking, yeah. Uh, but it was, I got all excited. You see, I'm getting animated and excited. It's not all just moaning on this podcast. Some of it's excitement. Uh, I'm getting excited. I know, you're probably thinking you're getting excited about something that happened 50 years ago. I know, I know. But it was fucking, you know, like, gave gave me a bit of fire in the belly watching that, watching all that. Um, not that I'm ever going to achieve that. I'm never going to go to the moon. I'm never going to go to space, you know. I am strictly earthbound for the rest of my life, I think. Um, unless uh, they have some sort of, uh, that's the next thing they'll do with comedians, just fucking export them to another planet if they tell a fucking bad joke. <laughs> Somebody gets offended, boy. Uh, and they just set up a little col- col- colony, uh, like, uh, fucking hell, that was hard work to say that a colony uh, on Mars or something for comedians where we can all just sit around fucking writing and telling the jokes that we actually want to without actually offending people on fucking Earth. (laughs) Oh, a bit of tea there. Needed a bit of tea just to calm down. 
Um, yeah, so that was uh, like interesting, and um, uh, and then I went down a rabbit hole and uh, watched Buzz Aldrin punch a conspiracy theory man. <laughs> That's where that all ended up for me. <laughs> I was watching it on iPlayer, and then I started googling moon landings. And then I Google Buzz Aldrin, and one of the first things comes up is Buzz Aldrin punches. And it was a fucking corker. Uh, punches conspiracy theorist. If you haven't seen that yet, doosh, watch it. It's fucking amazing. This geezer's just like right in his face, calling him a liar, saying he didn't land on the moon, saying he's a thief. And at the moment he says he's a thief, just when he gets to the end of that, bang. There is nothing better in the world than watching a 70, 80-year-old man punch somebody half his age in the face, a big, fat, half-his-age guy who's really in his face saying, yeah, who's got, I imagine, no training, no astronaut training, no training in the space race or anything like that. And he just gives him a fucking right dig. Bang. Smack in the face. It was a nice dig as well, Jesus. I wouldn't have liked to uh, take a punch off him when he was younger, old Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> it's, one of, oh, it's one of the best things I've seen. Uh, certainly the best thing I've seen on the internet this week, that's for sure. Uh, but it's interesting how people go out with all those conspiracy theories and come up, hang on a minute, why is the flag waving? Why, why, aren't, the, uh, why aren't the shadows lining up like they should line up? You know, I don't know. I don't know whether it was faked or not, but the end of that, the good thing about conspiracy theories is you can watch a conspiracy theory um, guy be punched in the face by an astronaut. If that's where all these conspiracy theories lead up, I think it's worth having the conspiracy theories out there. I want to see more astronauts beating uh, conspiracy theorists you know, like just like an MMA fight or something like that. You've got uh, astro- astronauts against conspiracy theorists, you know, with their little fucking nerdy glasses on. And, <laughs> and they've just got, they bring in a folder of evidence and astronauts are just allowed to beat the shit out of them for five minutes. I'd pay fucking money to see that. I'd pay money to see highly trained astronauts beat the fuck out of conspiracy theorists on a weekly basis. I would subscribe to that <laughs> pay-per-view. And then they uh, and then they just uh, uh, take all their conspiracy theory things and then hold them up as they're on the moon. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay for that. But the whole um, the whole uh, documentaries about it, particularly that one Chase of the Moon which is on BBC iPlayer. Um it's amazing to see how much effort they put in and how many uh, lives, uh, how many lives were lost or almost lost, like doing it, and how um, they were saying that um, uh, part of, I think it was like the Apollo, was it Apollo Eight they went up in Apollo Eight, Apollo Nine, something like that, Apollo Eight, I think. Um, how that had less computing ability than a fucking phone does these days, or a watch, or something like that, you know. And how little, um, you know, they had no experience. They were real pioneers going out there and they were essentially just sitting on a fucking bomb. (laughs) And they still did it. Yeah, get up there. We've got to beat the Russians. Go on. Are you sure this is safe? Well, probably. It's all safe until it catches fire. Then you're fucked. 
that was the worst thing about that. Those people who were burnt alive in that thing, they couldn't actually get the capsule door open. They were trying to get the capsule door open and they couldn't because it opened inwards. And when the fire started, the pressure changed inside. So the actual door system opening in like uh, inwards um, was the thing that fucked them all. Ugh. And it was awful. And there was the, when they opened it up, there was just like the three bodies were just piled on top of each other by the door where they were trying to get out. Oh, man. It's fucking horrendous. And they were saying, like, they obviously said they died instantly in that, but they were saying, no, they'd have, like, been in there for a minute, two minutes or something like that before they um, uh, died of uh, um, gas inhalation and stuff. And you just think, fucking hell, the sacrifices some people make uh, for what they want to do. And to to just, like, you know, hammer down the boundaries of uh, of uh, human endeavour, man. But, yeah. But it was the 60s, wasn't it? Health and safety weren't around then, was it? You wouldn't get away with that these days, would you? You know, somebody would cut their finger and they'd stop the fucking programme uh, completely. But um, it, And it was interesting how nobody really gave a fuck. Like, once once we'd landed on the moon, the funding and everything like that was, like, um, more or less cut within three or four missions back to the moon. And nobody really gave a fuck. And they were, they were just... <laughs> It's like everything. That's fucking human nature, that is. That is human nature in a cup of tea, um, isn't it? Just like, hey, man, we're going to do this. This is fucking amazing. You're the fucking man. We've been to the moon. And then, hey, we're going back to the moon. Yeah, we've done that already, all right? Show us something new, yeah? Show me something new who's working in a warehouse somewhere or in an office. Show me. No, no. I'm not interested in that anymore. But we still we're going to the moon and we're making experience. Fuck off! I've got some photocopying to do. Show me something I haven't seen before. Show me, show me something I can share on social media. <laughs> That's fucking it these days. Jesus, that'd be it. But it, check it out, guys. Check out Chasing the Moon, BBC iPlayer. Fucking amazing. And it, it was even though like on the first one, no, even on the first like flight or whatever. Like, I was like, yeah, I know it, Neil Armstrong, no Buzz Aldrin, uh, because he's got a weird fucking name um, and a fucking classic right hook by the, <laughs> by the looks of it. But I didn't even, you know, the other guy, Michael Collins, apparently, that was his name. I didn't know that before, before I watched this documentary. Nobody gives a shit because he never, ah, oh, he must have been gutted just watching them on the moon as he's, like, orbiting above them. <laughs> <laughs> you get to stay in there, Michael, all right? I'd have fucking locked him out like that. You either let me on the moon or I'm not going to let you back in. <laughs> anyway, other things that have happened this week. Uh, I watched the new Top Gun trailer. Holy fucking shit. They're releasing a new film, a Top Gun. Bang. They've released a trailer even though... Is it, is it me, or are they releasing trailers early now? Like, the film's not coming out until next summer, 2020, and they've already released a trailer for it. Surely it's ready. Get it out there, son. But it looks quite good, actually. A little bit less homoerotic than the, uh, the, the original. And it's good that it's not a fucking remake, like everything uh, these days, which is a remake of, like, old films, and they just get a young guy playing fucking Tom Cruise's thing. But it looks like it's a carry-on. Uh, very well. It doesn't look like it. It is 
by the sounds of it. And it looks a little bit, it might be a bit grittier rather than a little bit less uh, fucking, uh, you know, uh, beach volleyball or whatever when they're all oiled up. That, that was always a weird scene. I I remember watching that film as a kid and thinking, mm, I'm not sure about this this scene in this film, whether all oiled up and like playing like uh, volleyball, you know. Not being, uh, <laughs> not, you know, not being homophobic, but that that must have got a lot of gay viewers. That that iconic scene where they're like all greased up and that sort of thing, you know. Somebody there has gone. Hang on a minute. There's a big gay market. We're gonna hit that market. We'll stick a volleyball scene in there where they're playing beach volleyball. Uh, but it looks quite good. Um, to be honest, uh, I don't know how progressive it is. To be honest, like talking about, it, it will probably be a little bit homo, uh, less homoerotic. But they might. I don't know. Maverick's still in it, isn't he? They all had like, cool names like that. Maverick, Iceman. You know, they might have. A, hey, they might have a gay actor in there. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'd love that. I would love a gay character in the new Top Gun film. I would love that. Hey, this is Maverick. This is Iceman, and this is Shazam. <laughs> He's just got, he's just got a helmet with all glitter all over it, and just cut off, cut, really short cut off shorts. Hey, anybody want to play volleyball? No, I'm okay, thanks. I'm all right. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, you used to love volleyball. No, 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 I don't, don't play anymore. Uh, bad shoulder, bad shoulder. <laughs> oh, I'd fucking love that in a mainstream Hollywood film if they just did that. That would be fucking amazing. That would be when, like, there is total acceptance uh, of the gay community when you have, like, um, a major a gay character in a big Hollywood blockbuster film like that. That would be brilliant. And he's, like, uh, he's sort of like Maverick's sidekick, always trying to get him to play beach volleyball and <laughs> just just a little bit more grease. I'm fine with the grease. Thank you. I'm okay. And he's just weird and awkward about it because it's Tom Cruise and uh, he's aware of the rumours about himself, but he can't. He knows he's got to play a character. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd fucking watch that, definitely. Uh, why don't you do that, Hollywood, one day? Just do that. Uh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, so that's coming out. It looks quite good. So I'm quite excited about that. Last week, I think the uh, trailer for the new Terminator film came out as well, uh, which I watched this week. That looks all right. But they basically do that thing where you've got to forget about, you know, all the previous, like, I think it follows on from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I don't know if I talked about this last time on the podcast. <laughs> that's, how, that's how few notes I make now uh, for this podcast. But... um yeah, I hate that when you have to forget about that they've basically gone. We've tried to sell this, the, you this shit, but uh, you haven't taken it. So what we're going to do is go back to the last good film we did, Terminator 2, and then this carries on from there, doesn't it? I finally watched this week. I got uh, got the Alien Buck set. It's like six films or whatever for about nine quid. It was fucking wicked. I watched Prometheus and Alien Covenant this week and actually liked them. I know. I've talked about this before and actually liked those two last films. So, um, yeah, I'm a film buff. I like my films, even though it takes me uh, ages to get around to watch them. People out there going, Jesus Christ, they come out ages ago. I know, I'm a busy man. Um, but what else this week? People have been going ape shit over the face app thing, haven't they? 
<laughs> this is me in 30 years' time. And then there's a picture of them old. Why do people want to see themselves as old people? You know. Also, it's a little bit optimistic, I find. <laughs> For some people. Ah. Uh, isn't it? You know, this is me in 30 years' time. When I, I remember leaving school, right, and we had a science teacher called Bob Jackson, Mr. Jackson, uh, at school. Um, I uh, He used to go to the pub um, every lunchtime and after work. And uh, when I was older, I used to see him in the pub. So that's why, that's why I know him as Bob. Um, but he, um, uh, on, the, on the optimism of leaving... Of um, on the optimism of uh, living long for a long period. Uh, when we were leaving, uh, he said, uh, "Well, good luck, everyone." Uh, it was like a real fucking alky. Uh, I imagine he's dead now. I don't know, but he said, "Good luck, everyone." Anyway, uh, in two years' time, this was like it goes out of every year. Within five years, two people uh, will be dead. Anyway. Have a good time and enjoy your lives. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. <laughs> We're all fucking looking around going, who the fucking is going to be dead in five years? Luckily, it wasn't me. Although, as it happened, he was right. <laughs> it was like a soothsayer. He just always uh, smelled of alcohol, but it was like a soothsayer just like fucking looking into the future. But yeah, two people did die within that five years. I think one fell off a ledge or something and smashed their head in. Jesus. But, um, yeah, people going apeshit about the old uh, face app uh, thing. Uh, everyone's been doing that. Uh, I myself haven't um, done that um, because if I want to look uh, 30 years older, I'll just have four bottles of Budweiser. Other beers are available. Four bottles of Budweiser and a fucking hour's kip and then get up and look at myself in a mirror. And if I want to look grey, I'll just throw some talcum powder in my uh, that's that's how I look 30 years older. I just have a few beers and very little sleep. And then my bags under my eyes just come out and I just look in the mirror. That's it. That's that's the face app for me. That's how I get there. Four bottles of Budweiser and an hour's sleep like that. And you just wake up slightly hungover, but not massively hungover. Um, just as that fucking alcohol's working its way through your brain and and that. That's how I look older. But people have fucking been going ape shit. Hey, here's me as a girl. Here's me as an old man. Here's me as a baby. Surely the baby one, you don't need that. Do you? Like to make yourselves look younger? That's probably for people who are really old and they didn't have photos in their youth. <laughs> that could be it. But then you get the whole thing of like people going, hey man, everything's been stolen. Did you know your name and Face have been stolen. This is a Russian app. That was a big thing. This is a Russian app. They could be doing anything with that. What do you think they're going to fucking do? What do you think they're going to do? Spend millions on creating a droid or a robot that fucking looks exactly like you and then kill you and replace your life. <laughs> so then there's a robot just driving to work and then logging onto Facebook doing the apps instead of you. What the fuck? What the worst? Plus the fact you're already on Facebook. Nobody gives a fuck about your name and your fucking picture. I don't know what they're going to use your picture for. If they want to use my picture for anything, fine. Brilliant. As long as it's not superimposed on a fucking paedophile or something like that. 
<laughs> Put on posters saying wanted. You know, I'm all right. Hey, Ben, but they could do that. I don't give a fuck. I didn't use the app anyway, um, but only because I post very rarely on Facebook. The only thing I post on Facebook is this podcast and videos. That's about it. Now, I've had it, you know, I was talking about this with someone the other day. Facebook's just, ugh. It just seems, particularly if you're a fucking comedian, like it just, ugh, it's just moaning and whinging because most of the people on there are like comedians. It's just moaning and fucking whinging about shit. People saying how they're having a bad time of things. You know, my favourite thing on Facebook to do now is like when a relationship breaks down, what I like to do is go back on that person's timeline. When they uh, post up, hey, uh, just want to let everybody know that me and uh, uh, Sarah have split up now. We're still mutual. Everyone's mutual friends. We're still mutual friends and uh, really getting along well together, but things couldn't work out. And then I like going back through their fucking timeline and looking for the red flags. <laughs> I like going back like six months, nine months, something like that, and seeing them get together. Hey, guys, we're having such a great time. And then just shouting at them, this is not going to end well. (laughs) Hey, just got some, uh, just bought some really nice trainers for my girlfriend. Yeah, that was a waste of money. Fast forward, it's like being a fucking time traveler, just predicting people's relationship breakdowns. (laughs) <laughs> spotting spotting the red flags and seeing the uh seeing the uh consistencies between uh how relationships break down. I'm learning a lot about relationships by doing that. Hey, you're too keen there, buddy. You shouldn't have bought them trainers. <laughs> uh anyway, that's my fun thing I like to do on Facebook. Uh relationship I, I urge you to do it. People uh, it'll make you feel better about yourself when you watch that. People being all excited, getting in a new relationship. Hey, this is going to last forever. And then nothing lasts forever. That's it. <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, yeah, the face app thing. That's what I was talking about. People worried about it being stolen, everything. It's already out there, people. Isn't it? If you're on social media, your face and your fucking name's out there. I don't know what they can do. What are they going to do? Like uh, email you with some fake ID or something like that. It's a Russian app. What are they going to do? Ah, you know, send some poison through the post to you. <laughs> I have no idea. Shit, we're on, uh, what are we on? Jesus Christ, I've been fucking going on on this episode. 30 minutes already, people. Um, I've got, I'm doing this early, by the way. It's five o'clock now. 5 p.m., I know. That's not like me doing it early, but uh, I've got a gig tonight in Chukesbury. At some sort of cricket club, I think. Ironically, a cricket club after slagging off cricket um, last on the last podcast, uh, saying it was boring as shit. So uh, that'll be exciting going there. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you like this, uh, that is the end of uh, episode 22. I don't know why. This is nearly the end. Uh, if you like this, uh, you can subscribe on the Podbean um app or uh, apple Podcasts. it's uh, the ben briggs podcast uh if you want to send in any questions or anything it's uh, podcast at ben uk. 
And uh, you can uh, like the Facebook page, which is at the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I will not take a picture of your face or steal your name or send a fucking robot round to replace you. Maybe you want that sometimes, though, uh, just to get out of a few family chores. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'll be back on Tuesday. Have a good wet weekend, uh, people of the world. I'll speak to you then. Take care.